This program is brought to you by thepodcastfactory.com. listening to copy chief radio and even though he ducked out on us last week he's back this week the copy chief himself mr rogers what is up my man hey, it's good to be here brother great to hear you again jonathan and thanks again for uh you and ross jumping in that was a great follow-up really cool takeaways so I appreciate it. Oh man, it was it was uh actually a cool thing that we might bring back is just because you you're always as a copy chief, you're always copy chiefing people's uh, work inside of copy chief. Oh, how many times can I say copy chief? Then? That's <laughs> like plug, there, plug, man. plug. <laughs> but uh, it's good to see results after you do that work, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's that's my favorite thing about uh, the community is that it's like a it's like a copy lab where you know it's one thing to have people shoot out ideas and talk about what they're doing. It's a whole nother thing to have. People post something up, have a, a lot of smart people weigh in on options to, to fix problems, have them go implement, test, and then report back those results. I mean, that's everything. That's how we learn and grow and find out what actually works rather than just theories. So, yeah, I love it, man. And another reason why they say nobody writes alone, huh? That's it, baby. Boy, you're good today. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. PR, right? (laughs) All right. So let's get down to business. Look, I know that usually you want to take the lead, but I'm I'm taking the reins from you this week because you did some work and I was watching you. I was, I was surrounded by this Ask Formula launch. And at the center of it, I see my man Kevin Rogers doing videos, doing emails, doing promotions. And I really want to know how that Ask launch went for you. So first question. How did you end up, because you never do, as far as I know, you never do affiliate promotion. So how did you end up working on that? Yeah, good question. Right. So it's only second time ever that I've promoted somebody else's material. The first one being John Carlton's Simple Writing System. And it was a little different because I was teaching that system. Uh, along with some other amazing copywriters, uh, David Deutsch and, and uh, you know David Garfinkel and some greats. So that was a real easy choice because they you know you would sign up and you would actually be in my classroom, right? So this is really the first time that I've ever said, "Hey, I've seen this guy's system. I'm endorsing it 100 percent." And 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 here here's all the reasons I think you should buy it. And the uh, the way it happened was, you know, when I started Copy Chief. Around the same time, Ryan Levesque started his uh, private group called Next Level Mastermind uh, Facebook group. And it's a, it's a great group. There's in, uh, there's a lot of smart people in there. And Ryan's always really impressed me. I was a, a guest uh, teacher or, you know, a presenter. Um, I think I'm the only person who's ever done that twice in, in NLM. So there was, there was a bit of crossover. There's a lot of my members were members of his and vice versa. So already it was sort of a natural fit. And then, you know, of course, last year, Ryan wrote the book, a New York Times one, number one bestseller, uh, just really made a huge splash and started doing a lot of exciting work or at least sharing the exciting work he'd been doing around ask uh, the ask method with surveys and quizzes. So, you know, Ryan was was the hot commodity uh, last year and, and certainly right now. 
you know, it, rather than look at him as like competition or something because we have similar businesses. And I know Ryan, we, you know, we've hung out and had dinner a few times. He's a super generous cat, always happy to share. So we've had a lot of deep discussions about what it's like to run a community, what works, what doesn't work uh, for bringing on new members, retaining members, all that stuff. So when he asked me to promote, it was a pretty easy yes for me. Uh, you know, I just thought this makes sense. There's, you know, I trust Ryan to put out a great product. There's a lot of natural crossover. And uh, the cool thing about having a copywriting community, Jonathan, is that, man, like every other system needs copy, right? The, the copy is the missing element in like every other, unless it's like Ben's thing where he's a copywriter with a specialty, uh, if it's, you know, a, a traffic thing or a funnel thing, or, uh, here's how to create a badass uh, landing page with my, my little robot thing. Um, copy's always the missing element. And I love when marketers try to invent a, a copywriting robot <laughs> to solve this problem. All you do is you answer some questions and, you know, copy max 9,000 spits out perfect. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know, it's, it's ludicrous. And so, um, so yeah, it was, it was an easy yes for me. And so then what happened was Ryan sent me a video because I had agreed to promote. It was a private video. I, I, I got to say, man, I was blown away. Like there's a lot in this industry. There's a lot of, Hey, let me, let me do something cool for you because I want something from you. Um, here's the thing. I had already agreed to promote. So it wasn't like this was Ryan trying to convince me to promote. He made a video and he, and he offered to give me three things that I just sat there literally with my jaw up on going, you got to be kidding. Uh, the generosity he was putting out in this video blew, blew me away. And I, I remember at the end of the video, I said to myself, OK, if there's been any question in my mind about why this guy is so successful, it, that just answered it. You know, when, when you like we always hear about be a giver and be generous and, and how can you make somebody's day? This like blew my mind. And so, I mean, like really taking me on the inside of his business, uh, easily $30,000, $40,000 worth the, the value in one video. Uh, and, and so I was, then I got excited. Part of that was come to my intensive. It's a $10,000 event and learn this, uh, this method. And now that was exciting for me, first of all, because I've had, uh, People I'm very close to, including Ben Johnson, my former writing partner, ha who's gone to that intensive and was blown away. And Ben goes to a lot of stuff. So I knew it was special. And so I, I arrived in Austin. This is only, geez, you know, a month and a half ago now. And uh, I, I just, you know, I'd read the book and like a lot of people just I figured ah, I get it. You know, it's like you ask people what they want and then you give it to them. It's not not this amazingly novel concept. Then I sat there, dude, for three days, and, and he really brought us through the system and showed us all the nuance, all the intricacy, and I, I was blown away, dude. And in the room, I was blown away on three levels. One, with the information uh, I was learning. Two, with the room itself. And I'm talking 50 people, the highest level marketers you can think of a name in our industry, all sitting there, like really soaking it in, like really, and, and being challenged because it was very much a workshop where, you know, you were challenged to uh, do parts of it. And, and how would you create your quiz? What would your quiz questions be and all this? And people like really, it's challenging. 
And the third thing was with Ryan himself. I mean, he stood at the front of that room for three days and, and taught deep. And so I left there. And the other thing that happened, uh, Jonathan, was that everybody there, I was the only guy in the room labeled copywriter, right? Yeah. And like every other business owner there uh, pulled me aside just about and said, hey, man, we got to talk. Wow. I need copy. And, you know, so like once again, just like every other system, copy was, was just like underrepresented as an element. And so I saw this huge opportunity. I was like, wow, first of all, I've been working with all these freelance copywriters and they all need work and they, and I'm always on them about specializing. And, uh, this is the perfect thing to specialize in because it's a different way to go about business. It's you, you be, it's a collaboration, right? It, it's not just somebody hands you, here's my project, make magic and it better be good. <laughs> That's the typical client copywriter relationship. You know, this is, Hey, you know, I've got this amazing research because I ran this deep dive survey and would you help me analyze it and really understand, you know, which buckets these people belong in and exactly how we can customize our messaging to, to speak to people in a way that feels special to them and, and give them a, a ton of value before we even make a sales offer to them. And that's what most copywriters I work with are looking for, those kinds of relationships and partnerships. So in three days, I had this total mind shift uh, about what's possible and, and how the rest and how the rest of my year would go as a business person. So needless to say, you know, you can hear it in my voice. I, I, I became crazy with it. And it was I want to say it was embarrassing, but I, I realized like, wow, I'm like out of my mind with this. You know, I, I sound like at times like as someone who becomes, you know, re religiously converted or fanatic. <laughs> yeah, fanatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, but you know what? I've always been genuine for better or worse. And I just had to be real about it. And, and I, and I honestly, sincerely believed in it. And I'm sure of it that we were standing at the crossroads of the next phase of how we're all going to market our products. Quizzes and surveys will become a staple, just like product launch formula and video sales letters are a staple where they once weren't. And uh, it's just, again, a huge opportunity for everybody I care about, business owners and freelance copywriters, to do great work together. So that's why it became not just me, you know, meeting my obligation to send out some emails and promote a thing to me becoming uh, a complete fanatic <laughs> and, and, you know, just being ever present about it. I saw your excitement and I was wondering what the hell happened to this guy? What bit him? But yeah. now I can kind of see because it, it, it definitely is exciting when you see, first of all, the level of information you get. Because I worked with Ryan last year. I don't know if you stuck around. Did he invite you also to the elite, elite mastermind afterwards? He usually, uh, you know, that, well, that's another interesting thing, but he did and I, I declined. Oh, I declined because. Uh, I was really excited about the idea of it. And I've made the mistake before of joining something on the spot, all lathered up and, and regretting it. And, and I said, you know what? If this is a real opportunity, it's not going to go away in this second. I'll, I'll miss this party tonight. Yeah. But I, I need a week. I'm going to take a week and decide, do I still feel the, the same? 
And so that was the other end of it was I did feel the same after a week. I talked to several members of, of the elite group that I knew personally, and I got him on the phone. I was like, Ryan, I got to I got to do it. I got to come in. And so now I am a member of Elite. Oh, man. I would have been hanging out with you if I stuck around another year. <laughs> uh, were you in it? For, yeah, for I went, oh, I went I last year. That's the reason the podcast factory happened. Because oh, wow. when I went in there, I was still doing the real estate training. And then when I got around all those people, I realized the real opportunity was actually the podcast factory. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I switched gears. And that was a, a huge moment. And that's what happens when you get in those environments with bigger thinkers. They shift the way you see things, kind of like you're... So he took you down there. Mm-hmm. You learned the ask formula. You you did the intensive. And so did you come back and use that or it was just... Yes. You, okay, so how did you use it? Yes, and I was there to think, right. So, and again, my criteria for promoting anything ever will always be, I'm using this, it's kicking ass for me, here's how it works, right? If I'm not inspired to teach it based on how it's working for me, I'm not going to promote it. You know, it just wouldn't feel right to me. And so that was the other thing is, so I had it from two fronts. I had it as a business owner with Copy Chief and I had it as a freelancer. And you may remember, Jonathan, I I swore off client work for 2016 and I was excited about that and I, and it felt great, (laughs) but leaving Austin, some, some people approached me and I was like, man, I want to immerse in this system so much right now that I'm I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to. I'm going to go through this because again, it didn't feel like stress. It wasn't like, Hey, could you write me a sales letter? And how well do you think it'll convert? Right. It was, Hey, would you join me in this process? Because I I could really use a copywriter's set of eyes, you know? And I was like, yes. So that was one immediate shift is it it caused me to open my mind to client work again. Uh, The other one was I immediately, I came home and I did a deep dive survey like next day, sent it out to my freelancers. Um, and <laughs> it, it was amazing, dude. I, I had, and, and I'm really fortunate because there's a guy named Nate Dye, who I'd known, you know, for a couple of years, he's a founding member of copy chief and he would come in and out of my world a little bit, but whenever he was there, he just blow me away, blow the, blow the room away with, with his knowledge. He, he's a, he's just, he's a Citadel guy. He's a retired Marine intelligence uh, specialist, you know, he's been in like high stakes and hostage negotiations, just intense stuff. He understands human psychology on a level that most people couldn't, couldn't imagine. And he's really into it. So he and I connected right away and started exploring all these cool ways we could begin to innovate within the ask method, even though I was still trying to catch up to it and understand it myself, right? So one thing we did was we did a, a DDS, a deep dive survey to my list of freelancers. And Nate took, we started analyzing what we call the hyper responsive, which is basically the people who typed the longest answers back to you based on the, what we call the single most important question, um, which is something simple like, what's your number one struggle, you know, when it comes to getting, you know, high paying clients, something like that. And so we, we analyzed those uh, answers the way you're supposed to do, but then Nate did something cool and he combined those answers with the answers to another question, which was how of the clients you have now, how did they find you? And he started to combine that data to create sort of a new, a new set of data. And we saw suddenly so many people 
uh, based on their their struggle with clients, are going about finding work and finding clients completely the wrong way. It was amazing. And and the other thing I realized was, as you know, I've been working really closely with freelancers, uh, teaching them how to become an authority in the industry. That's one of the things I teach them. Uh, and what I've noticed over, you know, six or eight months of doing this is that a lot of copywriters use it and it works fantastically for them just as planned and even better. Ross is a great example. I mean, Ross is the ultimate poster boy for how to become a specialist and an authority in one thing in marketing and, and have your business just explode. Uh, other people who, uh, are, are just as, you know, um, uh, experienced or capable as someone like Ross, I noticed just weren't embracing it, you know, weren't doing anything with it, weren't creating uh, the authority content the way I trained them, weren't eager to get on podcasts the way I, I trained them, all these things. And I, but, but interestingly, they were still doing really well. They were still uh, able to raise their prices based on what I taught. They were still able to get more referrals based on what I taught. And so they were perfectly kind of happy not doing the authority thing except it was a little bit of, they had a little bit of guilt factor over not doing it because they knew how powerfully it could work. However, they just weren't drawn to it. They weren't inclined to do it, right? And so what I saw in, in, that, in that data was, okay, you know what? Not everybody needs to be an authority, you know? Like it, 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 there, are, there are other ways to be, uh, is quote unquote, gainfully employed a, as a freelancer, um, and, uh, and, and grow your business and make all the money you want. And it, you don't ever have to let your name be known if you don't want. Right. And, and so anyway, that, that was a huge breakthrough at how just one quick instance of how I used it in my business and what it revealed to me. So that was another thing that just got me crazy. I'm like, Oh my God. And it really works. <laughs> you know, aside of it sounding cool and conceptually being amazing. I mean, it actually works. Right. Wow. That's, that's amazing. That, any other big takeaways from your whole ask launch? That's a, that's a well, ton already. Yeah, I know. So that was just basically, well, being in the launch itself, I'll just give you the one minute recap here. You know, uh, it was, it was, it was great because the other people promoting were, some were incredibly skilled at doing, uh, these product launch formula type of launches as an, as an affiliate, including, uh, Jeff Walker, who invented it, including who won, uh, you know, who was, who did the best of, of anyone. And then a guy named Justin Livingston, who I'd actually never heard of, um, who is a superstar when it comes to, um, promoting, uh, products. And, uh, I'm proud to say, and I'm telling you, Jonathan, my list size, my reach compared to everybody else in the top 10, it, it we're total David Goliath situation here. I bet no one else, except for Keith Krantz, who did amazingly well because he's a Facebook ads specialist and you, that was his secret weapon. Uh, I bet everybody else had easily a 70, 80,000 a person list. Uh, mine is about a tenth of that. And uh, we came in ninth out of all these affiliates. Uh, and, you know, marketers that I've looked up to and learned from in regard for years, uh, behind me, not in the top 10. And I'm, and I'm just going, you know what it told me, man? It said that all the, all the work you do to create relationships, you know, with your subscribers 
and be open and honest and sincere uh, really pays off. That stuff is real. And it's, it's, you know what? It's a difficult thing to measure on a day-to-day basis. And so the great thing for, for me with this was that it, it was the first time I had a true measurement of what all that relationship building actually meant. And one last thing I'll tell you, I sent out an email because I knew I did not do something that I'll do next time, which was segment my subscribers. In the beginning of the promotion, I should have, like Andre Chaperone does so well and James Schramko does so well, sent out an email and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to promote this thing. And if you'd like to hear about it, click here and you will. Otherwise, you won't. And I, I, a couple of reasons I didn't do that. One, I technically wasn't really prepared to do it. Uh, secondly, I, I didn't feel I had the list size to do it. You know, I thought if, if only 20, 30% of my list asks to do this, it, first of all, I, I'm so j- jacked up about this that uh, some people are going to miss out because they, maybe they missed that email or whatever, right? So I was scared to do it, just calling it out. And uh, anyway, so I barrage my list. I torture people <laughs> for two weeks. I do my best, of course, to create quality content, do innovative things. I think we did a good job of that. So the day after the launch, I sent out essentially an apology letter, or really it was just a thank you to my list. And I said, look, I know I've, this has been crazy, and here's why I promoted. I do not plan to make a habit of it. Uh, but here was the thing, Jonathan, in that last week, the week of the promotion, I sent out 80,000 emails and I received only 130 opt-outs of my list and only two complaints. And to me, that said, that's a lot of people being very tolerant and patient with me, or they're either like interested and they're reading along or they're like, let's just let Kev get through this and then he'll be back to his normal (laughs) self, you know? And, And so that meant a lot to me. So so those were the big takeaways and uh, not something I'll be doing a lot of, but when, when it's right, it's, it's good to know that it's, it's valuable for people. So here's something I want to ask before we, we wrap up today's call. I saw you promote this like I've seen you promote nothing else is you were really going hard. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering, does it change the strategy to when you're promoting your own stuff mm-hmm. now? Will you promote that hard? That's a, it's a great question. And absolutely. That, that was the other thing it taught me. And that's why I have to give it up to the competitive nature of a JV launch. You know, part of the the product owner's job when you run a JV launch is you have to keep everybody really stoked and and feeling competitive. You know, there's ego involved, of course, and you want to get in that, you want to move up the the list like anything else. And uh, Ryan did a great job of that, keeping it with integrity, but really getting you excited to, to push harder. And so it taught me that I can push that hard when I, if I believe in, in something that hard, why wouldn't I push that hard, right? And so I absolutely will push my stuff harder. And the other thing I realized is a, a lot of people who joined, are, of course, are people who are known to me and have been through my trainings before. A lot of people I had never interacted with before. I had no idea they were on, their, on my list, never heard from them before. And so I realized you have to work really hard and be really loud to make sure you get everybody's attention. And so I, w- I, won't, I won't do a disservice to people again by, by laying low and trying to quote unquote be cool because it doesn't do anybody any favors. Thank goodness. I don't, I don't, I'm so damn happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you have coming up for us next time? 
Well, next we're going to talk about, it's a, a bit of a related topic. We're going to talk about um, freelancers and how important it is to uh, specialize. Um, I'm, I'm always talking to, to freelancers about this. And so I'm going to go into some of the reasons it's really critical for you to specialize as a freelancer. Excellent. Looking forward to that. So this is a wrap for another Copy Chief Radio. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, Chiefs, for tuning in. We'll be back in your earbuds next time. You've been listening to Copy Chief Radio. Thank you for tuning in. If you're digging what we are laying down for you, then your next step is to go over to iTunes, type in Copy Chief Radio into the search bar, and when you find a show, subscribe. We will be back in your earbuds next week. This is the podcastfactory.com.